Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. Today's episode brought to you by GameTime.co. And in today's episode, going to get you set for the Blue Jays Royals tilt tonight. It is Yusei Kikuchi's 2023 debut, so plenty of intrigue there. Also going to be joined by Scott Belfort and Adam Mack in this episode. A lot of you, I think, will recognize them as the co-hosts from an excellent Toronto Blue Jay podcast called The Walk-Off. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Craig Ballard. I am Locked On Blue Jays. And as always, I am grateful. I am thankful that you're choosing to spend part of your day talking Toronto Blue Jay baseball with me. Tonight, game two of this four-game series at Kansas City. And intriguing, right? Intriguing matchup. It's a pair of lefties. You say Kikuchi for the Blue Jays, Chris Bubich for the Royals. Let's get into Yusei Kikuchi first and foremost, right? And, and I'm very excited. We're going to hear more about Yusei as we go on in this show. As I say, Scott Belfort and Adam Mack from the walk-off joining us. But in terms of just this game tonight, let's go ahead and deep dive this. 7.40 p.m. Eastern, first pitch. Now, Yusei Kikuchi, my goodness, <laughs> uh, certainly the, the need to 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 rebound from, from whatever we saw last season, the, the glass half empty people are going to say a need to rebound from what we've seen from Kikuchi pretty much his entire career. He's only had a few good months in baseball. So the, if you're a glass half full person, when it comes to you say Kikuchi, you're probably a little, little further ahead than me. You're probably a little bit of a better person than I am. I actually put up a poll on our locked on Jay's Twitter account with asking you, where are you on you say Kikuchi? You're, you're all in. You can't wait. You're super excited about him or what Craig is career ERA is over five. No, no, I'm not excited about him at all. Or you're still, you remain, even though the spring was good, you remain in wait and see mode. That was my vote. I remain in wait and see mode, but let's take a look here. Now you say Kikuchi, no surprise that when he did face Kansas city last season, he struggled mightily. That was pretty much par for the course for you say last season, right? If you remember that game, he pitched against Kansas city last season. Ironically, it got off to a great start. He struck out Whit Merrifield. Whit was leading off of Kansas city, struck him out. Okay, good start. But then, my God, he didn't even last that first inning. Didn't even make it out of the first inning. Re uh, recorded two outs. Uh, all told, he was touched with three runs on two hits, four walks. And wasn't that indicative of his issues last season, the, the control issues? Four walks didn't even make it out of the first inning. My goodness. And three career starts at Kaufman. The other ones haven't. The, the, the first one, actually, the first his first career start in Kaufman Field was pretty good. His rookie season, it actually was pretty good. The, the two that have followed, my goodness. Now, all toll at Kaufman Field, ERA of 8.38. Let's, let's let that sink in for a minute here. 8.38 ERA. His whip is over two. That's walks and hits per innings pitch. So he averages allowing over two base runners per inning in this ballpark. So... To state the obvious, things need to turn around. And, and, and we know on a bigger scale, things need to turn around season-wise as well for you say this season, right? Now, there is cause for optimism. Dare I say there is cause for optimism. And it wasn't just the spring training numbers for you say Kikuchi, which were excellent. Two and one. I'll take that. 0 0.87 ERA. Oh, my goodness. Now, he did lead the team with 10 walks, but he led the team with the most innings pitch. So maybe, maybe that sort of works itself out in the wash. I mean, I'm were extra sensitive to Yusei's walks, right? Because, of course, that was that was his issue last season. But the reason for the optimism, it really seems like that cutter is out. Thank goodness that cutter was a major issue for him, has been his entire career, was awful last season. And he's added a new pitch, and he's it seems like he's working on it and having success with it. Kevin Gosman describes the movement of it. Let me, let me get this right. As 
as a curve sliderish. Yes, curve slash sli curve sliderish. That's what he said. A curve sliderish pitch. So has the sort of movement that even a veteran pitcher like Kevin Gosman can't pinpoint. Is that a curve or is that a slider? So something to be excited about. Again, did have that working in spring training. One of the main issues, aside from the cutter last season, was his fastball command. The, the, the fastball struggles were on display a little bit in spring. I will say that, but uh, I mean, there was a couple games, like full games that he pitched in spring training that, that, I, that I saw that were very much like what I saw from his fastball. So dare I say, and I'm firmly in the I need to see it category from Yusei Kikuchi, but dare I say there is cause for optimism this season with Yusei Kikuchi. And, and for me, I want to get ahead of this. I want to be really, really clear and transparent with you. For me, you say Kikuchi, I have to see it over an entire season. And I say that because his 2021 got off to a great start. What was he, like 6-4, and four, uh, ERA just over 3 at, at the All-Star break, made the All-Star team in 2021. So we actually saw a good stretch of baseball from you say what happened in that second half. In that second half, 1-5, his ERA was 6. Remember, this was a 2021. This was a season Seattle was battling with the Blue Jays right down to the wire to try to make the playoffs. They were a contending team. Not when you say Kikuchi was on the mound in particular in that second half. And there was one pitcher in all of baseball in that second half. Great first half, second half in 2021, one pitcher in all of baseball that was hit harder than Yusei Kikuchi. So as I say, I need to see it for an entire season because I've seen good stretches before and it didn't translate into a full good season. Now on the other side of the mound, Chris Bubich, this is a battle of lefties. What could go wrong for the Blue Jays, right? Facing a lefty, worst team in baseball last year against lefties, already on one against lefties this year. What could go wrong? Okay, well, okay. Now, Bubich last season, 3-13, and 13, ERA was at 5.5. My goodness. Now, ironically, as I say, the Blue Jays struggle mightily against lefties. So 3-13, and 13, Bubich last season, ERA at 5.58. He still threw a gem against the Blue Jays. He threw a gem against the Blue Jays. Make it make sense how the Blue Jays struggle so much against lefties. All their best hitters are righties. I don't get it, but it is what we've been seeing lately. Now, in that game... He was seven innings pitched, no earned runs, didn't walk about it, had four strikeouts. Now, Matt Chapman was two for three with a double. Okay, so, and, and he's hitting well right now, right? So, okay, hopefully some cause for optimism there. We'll we'll, we'll keep our eye on that matchup tonight. Now, Bubich, uh, Bubich made the rotation because Danny Duffy, another fellow lefty, is out with an injury right now. Now, Bubich, the last couple of years... He's been sitting on a slider that he's been been toying with. He's never introduced it on the big league level. This spring training, he did introduce it on the big league level and started to have success with it. So this may very well not be the 3-13 and 13 Bubich that we saw from last year. Right now, from what we saw in spring, this looks like a very improved Bubich. He, he walked a lot of guys in spring, I'll say that, but he was constantly, so he was creating jams, but he was getting himself out of jams constantly this spring ultimately had very good numbers and as i say was riding his ship constantly in spring and, and very well in spring did not uh, did not allow a home run in spring the blue jays struggling with the home run so far this season but hey did not allow a home run in spring so bubich is a lefty he creates his own problems and own jams with with uh, wildness he's introducing a new slider type pitch as well oh my goodness chris bucic is there bubich is there Yusei Kikuchi. Chris Bubich is the Kansas City Royals at Yusei Kikuchi. This pitching matchup is the Spider-Man meme of the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. These guys are the same guys, right? Now, as uh, remember, we talked about Jays 12-20 uh, and 20 last season, the worst winning team in baseball versus lefties. 0-1 already to start this season. Have to, have to make hay in this series. You're playing the Kansas City Royals. This is a very, very, very lowly team. All due respect to them and their fan base. This is a very lowly team, right? Let's call it the way we see it. 
have to have a good start from Yusei Kikuchi. I think it's despite his struggles on this mound in the past, all he needs to do is take what that success from spring training and move it into this season. We don't need a 20 and eight season from Yusei Kikuchi. The best case scenario is he'd be the number three or the number four. I can't see how it could be the three, but we saw Bassett the other day anyway. But the best case scenario, very likely, is that he's the, the number four starter for the Blue Jays. The, the worst case scenario, sorry, is that he has to be the number four. Best case is he can just slide in, be that number five starter, and be the, a consistent starter. Just not the nightmares that we've seen from him in the past. I don't need Yusei Kikuchi getting Cy Young votes. The Blue Jays don't need Yusei Kikuchi getting Cy Young votes in 2023. But for sure, and it's got to start right away. It's got to start right out the gate. For sure, his 2023 needs to be superior to his 2022. Going to get to... Uh, Scott and Adam from the walk-off in just a moment. But first, want to let you know that buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Killer deals on last-minute tickets. Best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're about to have. Flash deals on last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for any kind of event in your area. Images of the seat views and event cancellation. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals for tickets on football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, you name it, and more, right? You name it. Game Time The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Okay. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONMLB. That's going to get you $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Now, again, create an, create an account, redeem the code locked on MLB, get your $20 off, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Well, go ahead, gentlemen. Aren't you guys going to do the, the intro? <laughs> oh, 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 so wait a minute. Oh, 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 wait a minute. This is you on my show today. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm the host. Okay. As Michael Scott would say, how the turntables have turned. Okay. My job to do the intro. Understood. Understood. Craig Ballard with you, Locked On Blue Jays. Super excited. I think a lot of you, I was mentioning in, in our first segment here, I think a lot of you are going to recognize these two gentlemen that we have joining us here today. If, if you're not recognizing them, get familiar with them. They run a fantastic two thumbs up, uh, honestly, Blue Jay podcast called the Walk Off Podcast. Thrilled to have them join us today. We're going to talk all things Toronto Blue Jay baseball. Scott Belfort and Adam Max. Scott Belfort, uh, say hello. We'll start with Scott. Scotty, say hello to the good people. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Craig. Hello, everyone. From Locked On Jays, you're very lucky to have Craig Ballard as your new host here. And and by the way, Mr. Ballard, I do want to take this second here as, as we're starting the show off to just congratulate you on, on the new gig, man. Thank you're you. uh, killing it out there. Oh, much appreciated. Much appreciated. Thank you so much, Scott. Uh, always a pleasure for me. If you guys will see me on the walk-off, I've been blessed to be a guest on there many times. That's how I'm speaking from experience, knowing what a good podcast that is. And Scott Belfort always opens it up by saying he's joined by the best co-host in the business, Adam Mack. Adam Mack, say hello to the good people. Hello to the good people <laughs> and the bad people yeah, sure. and okay, everyone we'll in between. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll include them too. That's okay. Adam, all Fair inclusive. Enough. Always all inclusive. All inclusive. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between. Yeah, you bet. Now, we're, we're, we're all smiles. We're having fun. We're enjoying life right now. That's right here, right now. Later on today, the Toronto Blue Jays, game two of this series at the Kansas City Royals, it's Yusei Kikuchi's debut. Could that turn the frowns up? I, I, I don't know. I want to get into Yusei. I want to get into a lot of things, Blue Jays, with you guys. But let's start with Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, one of the first polls I did on the Locked On Jays uh, uh, Twitter handle, and I got, I got robbed, by the way, gentlemen. Locked On Blue Jays is one letter too much 
for Twitter. Oh, I'm so upset. So it's locked on Jays on Twitter anyway. Okay. Did oh, a I get it. Poll. We're the walk-off podcast on all of our social media, except for Twitter, yep. where the T is one letter too long. So we got to <laughs> get it. Okay, you're feeling the pain. Okay, we're on the same page there. Okay, okay. And the poll was, you know, where are you when you say Kikuchi? So three options. Uh, hey, I I'm buying in. I'm believing what I'm seeing in spring training. I'm in. Or the second option, I'm out. Guy's got a career RA over five. I'm out. Or the third option and the camp I'm firmly in, at the very least, I need to wait and see. And I say that, Scott and Adam, because even if you say gets off to a good start, in my mind, in your mind, we know we've seen that 2021, you say Kikuchi got off to a great start. All-star start. In that second half of that season, he was as bad a pitcher as there was in all of baseball. So not only am I in the wait and see category, but I'm talking about I need to see an entire season to start me turned around on Yusei Kikuchi. I always say I think Scott Belford had the definitive word on the walk-off last year about Yusei Kikuchi. He said, if you think that Yusei Kikuchi stinks, you're probably right. But what a world we would be living in if you <laughs> about that, right? Like, what a world we would be living in if all of a sudden you say Kikuchi was a contributor to the Toronto Blue Jays. So, Scott, start with you. Where are you right here? And, and, and hey, if you change this as the season goes, I'll, I'll understand. But right here, right now, where are you when you say Kikuchi? I am nervous. But I am hopeful that this is the season he does kind of pull it together. I do think that he can't be worse, knock on wood, than last season. So I really do think that there is a step forward coming. I know Adam and I have talked about this over the off season, that really I would take it as a huge win if he could start hot. If he could, if he could be the guy we saw in 2021, even if he peters out and ends the season the same way, it gives the Jays time to fix that sort of problem. You know, we just saw Chris... We just saw Chris Bassett really struggle in his first start as a Toronto Blue Jay, which makes me even more nervous. And I feel like it ups the ante on what Jose Barrios and Kikuchi need to deliver this season, right? Because with a, we can't have three big question marks in this starting <laughs> rotation. That's just a very scary proposition. Yeah. So where am I at on Yusei Kikuchi? I'm, as we have coined the phrase on the walk-off, uh, toxic positivity is is, <laughs> is streaming through my veins. I do think that he's going to improve. I do like what I saw out of him in spring. I think the guy is going to have a lot of Ks this season. Can he control his pitches? Can he hit his spots? That has been the thing that has been his downfall his whole career. So at 32 years old, will you say Kikuchi find it? It's a rare thing to see, but it has happened, mm -hmm. right? The Charlie Mortons of the world are out there. But I'm yeah. in your camp in the long term, though. We got to wait and see how this whole season goes before we actually put a uh, a stamp on mm. on Yusei Kikuchi as to what he is. Well, a couple things there that really stood out to me. I had uh, Mitch Bannon, who writes for the Blue Jays uh, for Sports Illustrated on last week, and, and his prediction is 175 strikeouts for Yusei Kikuchi. So we got into that, and he made a great point. Even when Yusei Kikuchi is at his worst, he's still a strikeout per innings pitcher guy. So that, that Absolutely. strikeouts are going to come. I love that. And, and, and you talk as well about uh, the – there I was saying, hey, I need to see a full season. You already, Scott, you may have talked me off that ledge. Hey, Craig, let's just see a good – 
start because by that time, <laughs> even if he Peters, well, Ryu might be in the mix. Tiedemann might be in the mix. Like we may mm -hmm. have some guys that are in the mix at that point. I like that a the lot. Trade deadlines getting closer, yes. yeah. right? All of these yeah. things are important. And the last thing that this Blue Jays team needs and the last thing this fan base needs is a rough start in April when the New York Yankees pitching is reeling and the Rays just continue to be the Rays, right? Even though he, they, for whatever reason, were off everyone's radar, are now back on everyone's radar, and they look good. I mean, let's face it, their pitching last year was hit by a truck. Yes. They're the healthiest that they have been since 2021, and that yeah. is a scary proposition when you're talking the Tampa Bay Rays. Not to jump ahead. I know we're going to be talking yeah, the no, 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 I love down that. the road. I, yeah. I love that. Adam Mack, what say you on you say Kikuchi? Well, I want to turn things slightly and congratulate team Japan on their world baseball classic victory. Ooh. Uh, I want to start there. Okay. And sure. I want, I want to point out that despite them beating team USA in the finals, uh, the Japanese pro baseball league is a step down from major league baseball. I know there's a lot of hype around Japanese baseball right now, but here's Yusei Kikuchi's career numbers. In the NPB, he has a career ERA of 277 Ooh. and a whip of 1.169. Contrast that with, with four major league baseball seasons, uh -oh. <laughs> and he has a career ERA of 502 and a whip of 1.424. So, what his does career that mean? ERA, I his don't career know. ERA is, 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 is better than last year's numbers. <laughs> All I mean yeah. to say is that, yes, when we're talking about the top 20 in Japan, the top 20 in USA, neck and neck, absolutely. But the depth of, of caliber of talent in Major League Baseball is off the charts in comparison. Unparalleled. Yep, the totally. I think that's a great call. Totally agree. Uh, it's it's why you really need to fingers crossed when any of these guys come over that have put up the eye pop emoji numbers over there, right? And all due respect to that league, but yes, I I don't think it's it on, on par with Major League Baseball. I think you're right on the money there. Now, Adam and Scott, what the some 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 glass half full here. One reason why I think it is legitimate that finally you say could break out is what did we see in spring that cutter which is the reason for this right here that cut fastball seems to be gone it was atrocious and he's introduced this new pitch what did, i always want to remember how gosman described it as a curve sliderish a curve sliderish pitch like even even a veteran like kevin gosman can't really tell is that a curve or a slider because of its unique movement he had that on display in the spring so i am hoping there's cause for optimism now again he, he takes the ball tonight in kansas city against chris bubich who's a fellow lefty what could go wrong toronto blue jays worst team in baseball against lefties like i don't, and we've talked about this many times on the walk-off podcast make that make sense the entire team is right-handed studs and the worst <laughs> team in baseball against lefties make any of it make sense it's a big reason why adam mack has always wondered like why a lefty just for the sake of a lefty we need anybody that can hit lefties i don't care if they stand right on the plate and they're neither left or i don't care what it is we need someone that can hit lefties so bubich goes tonight now, we'll start with you here, Adam Mack. What are you looking for in the rest of this Kansas City series? Still three games left. Uh, it, it, I mean, to say Kansas City is a bottom-feeding team, I think, is is a bit of a – I think Kansas City has to improve quite a bit to get up to be a bottom-feeding team. Like, I think this roster is deplorable. What are you looking for the rest of this series in Kansas City, Adam Mack? Well, not to look past today's game, but 
I have got tomorrow's matchup circled on my calendar. The big fella? Well, the big fella and the weird fella. I'm a huge Yankee fan. (laughs) Mr. Ephus. It's going to be one of the funnest pitching duels we're going to see all season long. That's a great call. I hope we can get through this one. Maybe steal a win with uh, the bearded dragon on the mound, but I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's matchup. And Adam, uh, in his career, Alec Manoa, goodness, Kansas City with the struggling offense right now, they did not want to see Alec Manoa walk in the door. He's had 20 innings in his career against them. One run. Wow. One run. He's been uh, he's had three starts. He's won all three. Like He's been totally dominant against the Kansas City Rose. This is a struggling offense in Kansas City. Alec Manoa struggled in his first start. We'll acknowledge that, but Alec Manoa doesn't have the cure for what else a struggling Kansas City team. But you're, that's a great call about Granky on the other side of things. Traditionally, the Jays have done all right against Granky, but you, you just never know with this guy. He, he's he's worth the price of admission, right? Like he's very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. He's very fun to watch. It's a great call. More with Adam and Scott from the Walk Off Podcast in just a moment. But first, I did want to talk to you about Built Bars. We'll soon know the results of the Built Bar March Madness contest. My vote was salted caramel. One locked on fan going to win a 12 month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to their door. You got to try Built. Built, the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. Now, what makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, yes, you did hear that correctly. Real chocolate. Enjoy a Built Protein Bar or Puff today. How about you, Scott? What are you looking for in the rest of this series, Blue Jays Royals? I am so excited to see Yusei's performance this this evening. I I really am. I really am. For a few reasons. Number one, we have watched the pitch clock mess with a couple of these starting mm. rotation starters timing, right? Of course, the guys who stood out the most were Alec Manoa, who just didn't seem comfortable on the mound at any point in that opening day start in St. Louis. And, of course, Chris Bassett, who just, again, Goodness. calling his own game because he's got eight pitches, but he just... And Adam and I talked about this on the podcast this morning, right? Is that catchers take years to learn to call a good game. And now the pitch com is out and the pitch clock is out. And all of a sudden these pitchers are trying to to take that skill, that art form that takes years of experience for a catcher to learn and do it overnight. So I'm... I'm really curious to see how Yusei Kikuchi does because throughout the spring, it actually benefited him, right? He yeah, was a dude call. who getting out of his own head and just needing to rush good through call. it. But is it going to benefit him, right? Is the pitch clock going to benefit him? And the big question to me is, is he going to call his own game? Or is he just mm. going to let is he just going to let Jano make the decisions and call it as he sees it there? Um, of course, the lineup hasn't been released yet, so I don't know if it's Kirky or Jano, but whoever mm. it is, yeah. Is the catcher going to call this game, or is that going to be you say? And how does this play out? That's what I'm excited to see about tonight. I love the point too about uh, catchers. You know, you, that's one of the last skills. That's one of the toughest skills. Is how do you call a game? Let's look at our own Buck Martinez. Buck Martinez is the worst hitter you've ever seen in your life. He was in the big league level for 17 seasons, folks. How? How is that possible? Because he called a great game. The, the, those sort of skills are, are, I think, the last to be developed. I think catchers growing up even these days, they worry about more about learning how to frame 
rather than than the, the the strategics of 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 calling a game and of course how you frame is about to go out the window because because uh, uh that robo umps are on their way anyway so so i love those calls here well, I, I think uh, calling a game is the next skill out the window too. As uh, really? implementation of pitchcom, oh yeah, the guys in khakis are going to take that over. Like, wow, matter That's of years. I would say within the next five years, we have a a back room office of nerds that are calling the pitches that are just <laughs> punching it into their algorithm, banging on a trash can, and sending that. Oh my! Out. Oh my! What's what's Adam referring to there with the trash can? Okay, let's move on. <clears throat> Craig Ballard, Lockdown Blue Jays here with Scott and Adam from the Walk Off Podcast. Now, gentlemen, what are, I want to get into your outlook for the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays. Let's put it this way. If I were to say to both of you, let's start with Adam Mack. If I were to say, Adam Mack, I've actually come back from the future. And I want to tell you, Adam, get excited because the Jays actually win the 2023 World Series. What's your instinct? What's the first thing that you say? Well, if that's the case, then X must have gone really well. What's the X? Ooh, the X would be... Uh, Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios, and Yusei Kikuchi mm. really stepped up. So you you like the idea of, of of a of a not not just the quantity or not just the quality, I mean, but you're talking about a quantity rotation. Yeah, we depth the whole way through. Mm. Like that. How about that? And, and for the for the Belf, the man they call the Belf, Scotty, it's Scott Belford. How about you, Scott? If the Blue Jays win the World Series this year, it must be because X went really well. The bullpen. The bullpen wow. stays healthy. We see big steps forward out of Jordan Romano. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, how can you get more out of Romano than you did last year? I would love to see Romano get to the point where, yes, he is able to go and take the ball four innings. Uh, sorry, not four innings, four outs, five outs. I would love to see Eric Swanson be that dude mm -hmm. in the eighth inning. You know, he's got a strikeout per inning. As is, uh, that's mm -hmm. what his, his strikeout per inning was last year. I'd love to see that continue. All right. I need to see Tim Meza be Tim Meza for yes. 2021. He is yes. the yes. only lefty in this bullpen. And I truly believe in Tim Meza. And I know this is going to rub so many Blue Jays fans the last, the, the wrong way, right? Like whenever I, I support Tim Meza, the comments are always like, you're crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> and yes, his last two, his last two appearances have not been pretty. But if you remember, like, try and think back to uh, to what a difference maker he was in 2021. He truly was that mm -hmm. eighth inning guy. I know it's crazy to think he was. He was the guy mm -hmm. before Romano, almost 100 percent of the time. And if he wasn't, he was in that seventh inning and he was shutting things down. You look at his numbers; they are very impressive. So I, I would like to see Jimmy Garcia do his thing. You know, I, I just need to see the bullpen be the bullpen that we truly think they can be. I know that there are some people who think that it's a little overhyped. I, I'm not one of those people. I really think this bullpen, we can see big things out of it. And I also think that they're going to need to make a big addition at the trade deadline in the bullpen as well. Mm -hmm. And if that all happens and the World Series is is the banners being raised and everyone is going to, in my opinion, be going that bullpen, man, that was the reason. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. Can you, I, you, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Can I just jump in on the Tim Mesa thing? Cause like, I like Tim Mesa too, but pointing to 2021 as the shining example of remember how good he was is scares me because remember Raphael Dolis? Oh boy. And how good he was for the Blue Jays in 2020 and 2021. 
He had an ERA of one and a half mm-hmm. through 35 appearances. The next season, 39 appearances, an ERA almost six. So, yeah, bullpens are so volatile. These arms are so volatile, yeah. right? So, I really want Tim Mesa to have a good season, but I can't quite totally put all my trust in him based on mm-hmm. how good he was in 2021. That'll wrap up today's show. Thank you so much for spending part of your day talking Toronto Blue Jay baseball with me on tomorrow's Locked On Blue Jays podcast. A little bit more from Scott and Adam from the Walk Off podcast. And we're also going to get you set for the pitching matchup tomorrow night, Alec Manoa versus Zach Greinke. As Tom Cheek would say, touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. <laughs>